You're listening to a Papa Mutes Unmuted podcast. All right, I want to welcome my guest today on the podcast, Joe Yo, who has watched over 3,000 movies. Welcome to the show, Joe. Thanks for having me, Papa Mutes. So before we get started, uh, the last podcast uh, with Luke Gill, who was a brewmaster, uh, we had a couple beers, so I'm going to just continue that tradition. I have a Wissahickon brew in front of me called Checks Please, which is uh, spelled C-Z-E-C-H. I guess Czech Republic, I'm not sure of the background, but it's a 4.5 Bohemian Pilsner, kind of low grade as far as volume. Do you have a beer with you? I do. I'm I'm drinking a Modelo Negra. Now, where's that from? It's uh, it's from Mexico. It says it's a medium-bodied lager with slow roasted caramel malts brewed for a rich, smooth taste. And I can confirm it has <laughs> a rich, smooth taste. <laughs> well, let's let's let me take a sniff on this. Hold on. Hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I like a heavier volume beer, but uh, this will do. I like it. What's yours taste like? It's got a nice smoky, smoky <laughs> uh, caramel flavor. <laughs> smoky caramel. Awesome. All right. So let's get right to it. Have you watched over 3,000 movies or is that the Will Chamberlain guesstimation? No. In fact, I would say that's on that's on a low end of, of the estimate. It's probably more than that. No. Wow. So what are we talking about? 20,000? <gasps> oh, no, not that many. Probably, uh, I'd say somewhere between three and four is probably my, my best guess. Can you remember the first movie you watched that said that you knew it was a movie and you weren't just like, you know, plopped in front of the TV in your diapers, but you knew you were watching a movie? Can you remember that movie? I'm not sure if I can remember the first movie I watched, but I remember the first movie... I watched that, you know, really uh, sort of knocked me out and got me into, you know, looking up different movies and different directors. Um, and that was Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, I was probably 12 or 13, and I remember watching it. My parents had gone to bed, uh, and I was watching it with all the lights off in, in the living room, and um, it really just kind of blew me away. I had never seen anything like that before. Um and it really just sort of sparked my interest in, in movies. Cool. Now, do you lean towards any genre? Am I saying that right? Genre? Um, <laughs> genre, I get stuck on yeah. Genre. Um, uh, or do you watch movies that are, it doesn't matter. Or do you like to lean towards a certain type? A little bit of everything. I like dramas and comedies and thrillers old and new in any language uh you can throw documentaries in there i was gonna that's one of my questions did you consider a documentary part of that three thousand four thousand oh that most definitely what was the last movie you watched um i watched a movie called the gambler with uh james con it was from 1974, and he plays a um, English professor and gambling addict who gets in over his head with high stakes gambling and um, sort of the 
story of him gambling his way out of his gambling problem. Hence the title. <laughs> yeah, aptly titled. I actually watched a movie uh, the other night, the, the, and I'm curious if you have seen it, uh, The Professor and the Madman. I, I think you found one I haven't seen. What was that about? That's Mel Gibson and Sean Penn. It's the uh, story of Mel Gibson plays a guy who, a professor, obviously, who's going to um, start the Oxford Dictionary, word by word. Hmm. Um, hmm. Uh, I mean, I, personal opinion, it was good. I call it a one-timer. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking Shawshank Redemption here, where no matter what portion of the movie's on, I just start watching it. This is, uh, it was interesting. I would say about a half hour too long for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could do a three hour movie if it's holding me, but this was, I started to get like, okay, let's wrap this up. Good movie. One timer for me, the professor and the madman. Sean Penn plays the madman. And, uh, I mean, it's a great concept, but, uh, I thought it dragged on a little bit. Do you have a time frame on your movies or does it, doesn't matter? Hour and a half, three hours. No, I'm I'm good with any length. You know, I've seen three and four hour long movies, so it doesn't bother me a bit. Have you ever seen Invincible? I have, yeah. You know who's in that, right? I've I've heard that many times. <laughs> I haven't rewatched it though to to try and spot you. Maybe I'll have to do that. <laughs> it's quick. <laughs> Maybe I'll come over and uh, I'll freeze frame it for you. <laughs> good flick though. I like the music in that. Were you ever in yeah. a Were you ever in a movie? Um, I mean, a, not. No, I, I mean, a, a legitimate so. movie. <laughs> the only thing I could think of, um, they filmed Major League Two um, at the at the AAA team stadium in Harrisburg. Oh, great! Um, and they brought in fake palm trees and stuff to make it look like we we're in spring training in Florida. Um, I was in probably third or fourth grade. And pretty much everybody I knew went to the stadium that day to sit in the stand. Um, so I don't know if you'd be able to pick me out, but um, I am in the stands. Um, you are a megapixel somewhere. The That's, yeah, in, in Major League Two. <laughs> All right. That qualifies. If you had a chance, just a you know, I don't know, you came into a lot of cash and uh, you can make a movie. Mm-hmm. Where would you go? Humor? Where would you go? Uh, you know, superhero? What kind of movie would you make? I think I would try to make uh, maybe like a crime noir. Maybe, you know, like a Humphrey Bogart movie from the from the 40, 30s or 40s. Nice. Maltese Falcon or something like that. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Gangsta. I'd have mm-hmm. to go with that myself. I wouldn't have to go with that. No. Obviously, with COVID, you're not going to the theaters. But out of all these movies, I mean, let's just, you know, you watch a lot of movies. Do you find yourself Mm -hmm. watching more at home or in a theater if it was a different situation? Um, Probably mostly at home. Um, How about before COVID, though? Before COVID, when you could actually go to a theater? Still mostly at home. you know, I'd, I'd go to the movies maybe two or three times a month um, to see new stuff as well as, 
um, some older stuff. There's a theater uh, I found here in Bryn Mawr that runs a lot of old older movies mm-hmm. and you know stuff oh, yeah. you wouldn't see in the regular theater. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of times the stuff I want to watch you just can't see in a theater or it's you know um, older and and kind of the, the TV or streaming service is the only way to see it. How about a horror flick? I mean, do you get scared? Not when you're younger. I mean, like right now, if you watch a scary movie, would you be scared? Or is it like it doesn't affect me? I don't watch a lot of horror flicks, but I, I, um, I don't know. No, not so much anymore. When I was younger, it would, you know, make sure you oh, lock yeah. the door. And if you're downstairs, <laughs> as soon as you turn the light off, you're kind of sprinting up the steps to make sure nobody's behind you. How about The Exorcist? That's the one that really, when I was younger, made me go home. Oh, love like, the oof. Love the Exorcist. Classic movie. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, the first hour sets it up, but yeah, after that, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty wicked. Um, the music, too. The music is so creepy in that movie. Oh, it's classic. Classic. And mm-hmm. you read a lot of books, right? I do. Would you say 3,000 books? <laughs> no, I don't think I'm at 3,000 books. You can, uh, you know, I can knock out two or three movies in a day. I can't read two or three books on a Saturday. <laughs> Do you find movies that are made from books live up to the book? It depends. Um, you know, I would say most of the time they do. Oh, really? And I think a lot of the times, uh, you know, people don't enjoy the movie after they've seen the book because they have an image of their head of what it looks like from reading the book, and then that doesn't match the movie. Exactly. Um, which, that happens to me, too, but I think overall it's uh, it works pretty well. Sometimes I like to see the movie and then go back and read the book. Mm. Now, is there any book that hasn't been made into a movie you would like to see uh, made into a movie? Oh, that's a good question. Um, there's a book called The Devil in the White City, um, Devil in the White City, and it's uh, it's sort of about a, a true you know true story about a serial killer that was sort of on the loose at the um, Chicago World's Fair, and I think uh, you know 1890 something or, or very early 1900s. And I know for years there Martin Scorsese was trying to make it with Leonardo DiCaprio, hmm. um, and I think it just sort of fell through and never happened but i would i would love to see that book hmm. um made into a movie cool well why don't we do name that movie now you know this segment if you don't i'll explain it i'm gonna play a portion of a movie you tell me if you uh, can tell what it is if you can name it you up for that challenge let's do it all right What's that movie, Joe? I don't think I can name that. I'm familiar with the line, but I I cannot tell you that movie. That is Injustice for All, Al Pacino. <sighs> You're out of order. Classic. I, I knew the line, but I honestly, I don't think I, I you stumped me. I don't think I've seen uh, Injustice for All. You have not seen Injustice for All. I don't believe I have. Ooh. 
It's going on the list right now. <laughs> Injustice Fall. You watched that tonight. <laughs> oh, classic. I might. Don't don't put it past me. That, that might be going on the TV as soon as I'm off the phone with you. Injustice for All. Classic. <laughs> classic Al Pacino. All right. Let's try this one. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> Name that movie. Now, that is uh, Liam Neeson in Taken. Correct. You redeemed yourself. I mean, that's so good, I got to hear it again. I got to hear that again. It's classic. Classic. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's like a guy going into a bar. I want a beer. I will find you. And I will kill it. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Uh, I would say this is definitely on your list. Let's give it a shot. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I have, I watched this movie recently. Uh, that's um, that is Cool Hand Luke. That is correct. You watched it recently. <laughs> Just happened to be going through the list, and oh, let's watch this one. <laughs> and I believe that actor is Struther Martin. I want that point. Uh, <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I know Paul Newman's the main actor, but yeah. All right. You're on fire now. Here we go. Next one. Piece of shit. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, you fucking cockroach. Well, that's Scarface. Absolutely. Got to throw some Scarface in there. In fact, I'm going to have a sip. Classic. Let me, let me hit the sauce here for a second. I'm a big Al Pacino fan. If you haven't figured that out. Well, he's one of the best actors. Awesome. Have you seen, I'm sure you have, Dog Day Afternoon? I love, love Dog Day Afternoon. Oh Attica. I, I, should, I shouldn't have blown that. I should have had that on here. Damn. Oh, well. Attica. <laughs> Classic. All right. Now, here's one. I'll be honest. I never watched it. and uh, But I like the way it's, uh, well, let's just play it. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You know that one? That is uh, Charlie Chaplin in The Great Dictator. Correct. Awesome. Yes. Great, great movie. Actually, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I looked this stuff up beforehand. Um, never saw the movie, but he plays two characters. Mm -hmm. He's the actual, well, so-called dictator, and then he's the dude, that, you know, the Jewish barber that gets you know, arrested or something like that. Well, you did well. I think you missed one. And justice for all, that's your, you know, I want you to watch three movies, say three Hail Marys, and that's your punishment. I can live with that. Watch that. Punishment accepted. <laughs> um, speaking of punishment, I have a new segment uh, called Dead or Alive. Huh? Very simple. I'm going to name some famous people. You tell me if they're dead or alive. Can you handle that? You, you want to hit the sauce once before you take this challenge? Yeah, let me let me have a sip here. I'll take. I'll join you. Hold on. 
Mm. It's getting good. Checks, please. All right, now I'm in the right frame of mind. Here we go. All right, dead or alive? Al Roker. Alive. Correct. Guess his age for bonus points. Uh, 67. Oh, you're not Google. You don't have a computer in front of you. 66. I, I don't. 66. Ah. All right. Eddie Money, rock star. Mm. Eddie Money is dead. Dead as a doornail. Yeah, 2019. That was a guess. That was a total guess. Oh, it's 50-50. John Singleton, famed director of Boys to Men. Or, I'm sorry, Boys to... <laughs> I better lay off the sauce. Boys in the Hood, 1991 movie. Have you seen that? I have seen that. That is a classic. Uh, John Singleton is dead. Dead. Pushing up daisies. Yep. Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin. Robert Plant is alive. Uh, thought I'd throw you on that one. <laughs> Jackie Chan, <laughs> actor. Alive. Correct. Let's go back to Robert Plant. You want to guess his age? Ooh, um, 72. Damn it, that's right. That's right? That, that was also a guess. Wow. <laughs> you better play the lottery tonight. How about Jackie Chan? Age. Mm, that could be tougher. I'm going to say 55. Uh, 66. I would not have guessed that. I know. Anyway. All right. Stan Lee. Famous Marvel Comics. Stan... Hmm. Dead. Pushing up daisies. Yep. Uh... Don Rickles. Comedian. Oh, he was he was old when I was young. He's got to be dead. <laughs> yes, he's dead. He he was in a movie I used to watch when I was younger called Dirty Work, and he's very very funny in that. He plays a manager of a movie theater, and he just like berates all the employees. Yeah, I mean that that was his stick, and uh, some of the stuff on you know classic TV back in the seventies. Oh, mm-hmm. anyway, all right, let's move on. Wilt Chamberlain, dead. Dead. He's on the dead side. How about sexy Jack McCafferty? Uh, I I hope sexy Jack McCafferty's still alive. Well, he was on the first podcast. Had to go visit OJ. Uh, so it's it's not confirmed. Uh, Haven't seen let, him since. Haven't seen him since. Let me know when you confirm. We'll put that on the airwaves as soon as we find out. Um, okay. Tony Bennett. Alive? Is that a guess? That is a guess. That is correct. I think you aced it. Did you miss anybody? No, I think you got them all. I think I got them all. Ten for ten. I'll have to give you a Papa Mutes t-shirt. Uh, don't have them made yet, but we're working on it. I'd love it. <laughs> so what's, uh, besides Injustice for All, actually, how do you pick the movies you're going to watch? Do you just scroll through the TV, or do you hear about them and... When I, you know, I, I listen to podcasts a lot about um, about movies, and you know, if I hear of a movie that sounds interesting, I write it down. Um, yeah, scrolling through, um, H, the HBO Max, the streaming service, has a lot of old um, old movies and documentaries, and um, I also subscribe 
to a streaming service called the Criterion Channel. Mm. Uh, that's a lot of the sort of artsy foreign films and documentaries and stuff I like to watch. So I get a lot from there, too. Cool. What do you think of what movie, as far as bizarre, I guess, if I had to use that word, just sick? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, Let me tell you. I'll tell you mine. You probably have yeah. seen it. Clockwork Orange. I was going to say Clockwork Orange is probably up there in terms of a big, um, you know, movie, blockbuster movie people have heard of that's really off the rails. Off the rails. And then I mean, my answer was probably going to be the end of uh, another Stanley Kubrick movie, the end of 2001, A Space Odyssey. I never saw that. Um, hmm. Yeah, the last 20 minutes or so of that movie are... Uh, pretty incomprehensible it's sort of just like a psychedelic light show sort of thing um hmm. yeah <laughs> so surprised that's in a major major movie like that yeah i mean they got away with a lot of stuff like that in the back in the 60s uh, a clockwork orange is it's hard to watch it's just it drags a little bit i would say it drags a lot but it's just yeah who knows what they were thinking about <laughs> It's pretty intense, as they as they say in A Clockwork Orange, a little bit of the old ultra-violence. <laughs> so bizarre. Uh, do you count, or do you watch animation? You know, I'm talking, I do. you know, uh, Disney, uh, Toy Story, old school, new school, just animation in general. I do, yeah. What have you watched um, that, you, that comes to mind? I mean, besides Toy Story. <laughs> so recently... Um, the the Pixar movie Soul I thought was very good. Soul, hmm, um, okay. yep, came out on on Christmas I think. Um, and I like to watch um, these like Japanese movies um, by this company called Studio Ghibli. They made a movie called Spirited Away that's very good, um, and uh, Howl's Moving Castle. And there's sort of a um, I don't want to call them the Disney of Japan, but they're sort of the most famous animation studio there, and um, they just make really, really great animated and kids movies. Cool. Have you heard of the Mutoscope? I have not heard of the Mutoscope. You have not heard of the Mutoscope. Shocking. It's another violation. You're going to have to enlighten me. It's a, an old machine that you look down into that you crank the wheel and it plays it's it's the animation kind of only with photographs and you uh you know you spin it and it shows a movie it was like before movies this was a big deal oh you know yeah you've seen one of these machines you put a quarter in or whatever they did back a nickel uh and you look down into this big cast iron looking structure and like a binoculars and you just crank away and it shows a you know a simple little flick yeah, I went. Um, I went to a museum in. Uh, I think it's in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It's called the Museum of the Moving Image. There you go. And um, they had a, they had a couple of those. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, they're rare. I'd like to get one. Where's the royalty? You you deserve royalty. I deserve royalties on that. That's correct. Um, <laughs> oh well. So what's up next besides Injustice for All? Okay, so without naming obscure movies that no one's ever heard of the next couple movies on my list are uh the wild bunch okay classic Um, do you like musicals i'm not so big on musicals although i have um i have promised madeline we'll watch the sound of music so that is you have never seen the sound um, of music 
despite all the movies I've seen, there's a couple, um, you know, I've never seen The Sound of Music. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. What? Um, yeah, there's definitely some some very famous movies I haven't seen yet. That's okay. We forgive you. Well, Joe, I appreciate you coming on. I'd love to be a recurring guest. Let's see. Uh, by the time, well, hopefully you have a long, live a long life. You could crack, you could crack 20,000 movies, I think. I think I could. Then, by the end of my life, I hope to be in, in the Wilt Chamberlain number. There you go. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> all right, Joe. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Papa Mutes. Take care. I want to thank Joe Yo again for coming on. I really enjoyed talking movies with him. Hopefully we could do it again sometime. Until then, stay in touch at Papa Mutes on Twitter or Instagram. Remember, get busy living or get busy dying. Take care. You have been listening to Unmuted with Papa Mutes.